Hey, beautiful people, we're back for the Woman on a Mission podcast. This is our episode four of season three, and this is entitled Purity. Last week, Minister Roscoe then snatched our edges, giving us strategies on how to get our fight back, and we were so blessed by all God said through him. So this week, you're just kicking it with me, and... We have more upcoming guests. I'm so excited to share those persons with you. But for now, this week will just be me. So, Purity, before we get into it, we'll pray and then we'll jump right into what God has laid on my heart. Almighty and everlasting God, as we humbly approach your throne of grace, we give you thanks for this yet another unpromised day, O God. Father, we thank you dear Jesus, that you are the God that saves us, but you love us enough not to let us stay the way that you find us. Father God, I decrease so that you may increase even now, O God. I pray that you will say through me what you need your people to hear most. Father, I pray that after the end of this recording, we would understand why you need us to be pure. We would understand what it means to be pure, O God. And why it is a requirement of you. So Father, I ask that you will take full control. And you will do what you see fit. In Jesus name. Amen. So guys. When God laid this topic on my heart. I'm going to be quite transparent. I didn't feel like I was the person for the job. Especially because... I've done stuff way less than pure. Um, And I believe, you know, that is one of the biggest issues that we have in following Christ. um, Counting ourselves out when God actually counts us in. And our mistakes are no surprise to him. He includes all of what we do in his great plan for us. So it took a little while. We had some tears in there, especially when I started to think about the things that God has delivered me from and is continuously delivering me from the work that he has started in my heart to the point where I literally feel like I have a brand new heart like no cap it's just been a heartwarming process i am truly grateful to be the recipient of his grace and mercy so we're gonna first begin by defining what purity is and i have two definitions here and we're gonna be using both Purity means the freedom from adulteration or contamination. And as I was doing my research, this means in terms of like um, liquids, etc. Or it could mean the freedom from immorality, especially of sexual nature. So we're going to get deep today. 
I remember constantly hearing this scripture and not really understanding what it meant. And I believe that you have to experience stuff in order to mature. And as you mature in the things of God, you begin to see through the lens of God more. So the scripture goes, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You are not your own. I saw a quote a few weeks ago that was saying, you can't control your own life and still want and still call God Lord what does it mean what does Lord mean somebody who has complete control basically and the revelation hit me it hit me and it hit me deep. And I will tell you guys why. Because every time, especially as I was walking with God and I had my mishaps sexually, I would feel as though like something in me was crying. And I now understand it to be the grieving of the Holy Spirit. Now imagine, so God calls our bodies his temple. His house, basically. And I always use this this example. Imagine you're in your house. And, you know, basically like a... <laughs> I could call it a thief. A thief comes in. This, this person decides to have sex and your house is a wreck. Because this thief came in. And I could imagine the heartbreak, the, the anguish. Because whether we like it or not, and that's why God is so... He is so... What's the word that I'm looking for? Precise about us being holy because he cannot flow in an unholy place his spirit can't flow in an unholy place so there's is one thing to you know commit the sin and then it's another to ask for forgiveness so this is for the person who feels as though they've disappointed God too much. You know, you're trying to walk this walk and you may have messed up and had sex. And God is saying to you, just come back to me. I will forgive you. It doesn't matter what people have said about you, what they think about you. I still love you and nothing could ever separate you from my love. 
So purity doesn't only refer to your sexuality. It refers to your heart posture as well. So my question to you is, is there bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart? I know I struggle with this immensely. There were so many people I held on to because I thought that they should know better or for some reason I thought that I was getting back at them for holding on to this thing. And it makes no sense. Unforgiveness literally slowly kills you and bitterness steals your joy. You can't be bitter and happy at the same time. You can't be bitter and joyful at the same time. You have to choose what you want to be. And what you choose has nothing to do with those that would have offended you. You just release them into the hands of God. Just release them. Releasing them doesn't mean that they were right. Forgiving them doesn't mean that they were right. It means that you deserve to be at peace. That's all it means. And I feel this so strongly in my spirit that God is calling us into a place of consecration so that we can live lives that are holy and pleasing to him. And we start this process by getting deliverance. I know we would have had the podcast in the past about deliverance, so I wouldn't go too deep into what deliverance is but you need to have deliverance you need to have the strongholds in your life broken so that you won't continue to repeat those cycles you know you have there's certain times of the year where you would find that you would do certain things it's like you can't help it you need deliverance certain times in the day where you feel weak you know, like you want to have sex or you want to call that person or whatever the case is, you need deliverance. So through my process, I came up with some steps on how to guard my deliverance, um, being practical as well. The Bible states in Proverbs 4.29, Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. And in saying that, you also have to guard your deliverance. And be practical with it. Because there's there's one thing to say, I know, I have the knowledge, but you don't know how to apply it. So I'm going to give you some practical steps. Of how I guard my deliverance. Step one. Process your emotions healthily. When you are hurt. I know for many of us. It's easy to put on a front and be like. You know what? It's okay. Or that didn't hurt me. Or I don't even care. That that, that was my go-to line. If I don't care, it doesn't hurt. So I put on this mask and I act tough and my heart is breaking. And I had to realize that that can no longer serve the Shannon that God is calling me to be. 
and it can no longer serve you either. Step two, do not intentionally put yourself in situations to be hurt. I know we do this a lot. We know that somebody is bad for us. We know that that people have certain attributes and we still, we still go and get involved with that person or go to that place for whatever reason. And we end up hurt and then we want to blame the person. But can I tell you that there's also the power of choice that has been given to you you have to take responsibility for your actions. You don't have to go to that place. You don't have to respond to that message. You don't have to get back together with that person. You don't. Step three. Forgive yourself. You knew better, but you didn't do better. And that's fine. Dating all the way back to Eve, it is fine. It is fine. However, when you when you forgive yourself, make it a point not to put yourself through that hurt again. Step four. No more unladylike behavior or as I like to call it no more ghetto behavior you know start to to treat yourself or start to carry yourself sorry like the woman of God or the man of God that that God has called you to be straighten your crown straighten your crown Number five, set boundaries. This could be something as simple as letting people know, especially for my women in waiting, and this is something that I do, and I reinforce. I don't carry on conversations after a certain time in the night, especially with men. Also, there is not responding to stuff that triggers me. So if I feel myself being triggered, I easily remove myself. Also, strengthening my no. If I am not comfortable with something, I'm not doing it. I am not doing it. I don't care who it upsets. I spent most of my life pleasing people. It's time for me to please God. Yeah? So, I struggled heavily with the spirit of lust and perversion. And I know that many of us do. Um, And these are some of the ways that the spirit can enter. And it lingers or remains it feeds off of this these things that i'm going to list here so that you could could know um the entry points and you can close the doors you can start to pray renunciation prayers um 
about these things. So the first gateway is through masturbation. It's for men and women because both both do it. The second one is sex of any kind. Because, you know, I remember as a baby in Christ, I thought that because I wasn't um, having... I wasn't being penetrated that it was okay. Sex of any kind. <laughs> when God is saying that your body is the temple, he means your mouth too. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Gateway number three, watching porn. Number four, TV shows or movies. Number five is a big, big one, especially for me, music. And number six is certain places, places that have certain memories attached to them. You should try your best to avoid these things. These places. And always remember that bad company corrupts good character. So the influences from your friends can actually lead you astray. If you want to have a certain type of life, you have to be surrounded with a certain type of person. And I remember God speaking to me about this because I still had a lot of worldly friends. And he said to me, Shannon, light has no place with darkness it doesn't mean that i have to completely cut these people off what it does mean is that i need to prioritize them so obviously i wouldn't be able to go all of the places that we used to go before i wouldn't be able to carry on the conversations that we used to have or do the things that we used to do because I am not that person anymore. And it's hard sometimes when you when you are surrounded by people that, you know, can't see who God has called you to be. It actually stifles your growth. You need people that are going to go into the spirit and war for you. You need people who are going to call the things that God has placed in you out. That's what you need. You need godly community. You do. I remember as a young child, my dad had this this thing. I can't call it a quote. It was quite long. Um, But a part of it said, and this part always stuck with me. You become like those with whom you closely associate for the good or the bad and it doesn't always show up immediately especially when people are influencing you it doesn't show up immediately you might get you might get a little peep here and peep there but it doesn't show up all at once so i want to encourage you guys a better you is worth it it's worth it all it's worth it all a stronger you is worth it all a more resilient you 
is worth it all. God wants you to be pure. He wants to be able to send you into places and atmospheres to shift them. He wants to give you words of encouragement for his people. He wants to give you words for nations. He wants to give you words to speak to kings and princes. And the only way that he will be able to do that is if you purify yourself. If you ask him to purify you rather. He needs us to be holy. The scripture said, who can I who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Only he who has clean hands and a pure heart. So I want to leave this with you today. Are you pure? Are you a vessel fit for God's use? And if you aren't, that's okay. You can ask for his help to clean you up. And if you are, continue to pray the prayer and ask him to purify you. Because there's so many things in this life that can cause us to become contaminated with us without us even realizing. So I pray that this episode blesses you and it reaches those of you that need it. God bless you. And I can't wait to chill with you guys again. Bye. I love you.